Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, we have a busy Tuesday. We've got the NBA playoffs beginning with the Eastern Conference Finals. We've got the NBA Draft Lottery. I will have a second show after this. I'll be back on at 5 o'clock Pacific for the NBA Draft Lottery. We have got uh, some developing news with the Sacramento Kings, and you just cannot make this stuff up. The Kings managing general partner, Vivek Ranadive, has named his daughter as the assistant general manager for the G League team in Stockton. That's correct. Let me repeat. Angeli Ranadive, Vivek's daughter, was named today as the assistant general manager with the Stockton Kings. How's your day going? Wow. So we got these things to talk about. We've got the PGA, which starts tomorrow. I will be on tomorrow, by the way. So uh, I said I wasn't sure, but I will be having a show tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. We'll have a show Thursday and Friday at 3 o'clock Pacific as well. All right. You know the routine. If you want to get on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right up on. Hockey tonight, it's the uh, playoffs with Tampa Bay and Florida, followed by St. Louis and Colorado. So a big Big sports night down in Southern Florida or in South Florida. In Fort Lauderdale, you got the Panthers starting their series with Tampa. And uh, just about 20 miles south, you have the Miami Heat taking on the Boston Celtics. So we got a lot of things to talk about. I had uh, dinner with Mike Breen last night in Miami. It's great catching up with Mike and uh, hearing some of the uh, tidbits about things that he sees in the NBA. So it was a great opportunity for me to catch up with a good friend of mine here in Florida. Again, game one tonight with Boston and Miami. That follows the NBA draft lottery. All right, so the draft lottery for Sacramento. And really, the Kings have a better chance of getting the eighth overall pick than they have of getting one of the top four picks. All right, so it's a little crazy how this draft works. It really is. Um, I don't like the lottery odds. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it never has made sense to me since they changed it. I didn't like the way it was before they changed it uh, a couple of years ago. I just never really cared for it. And I care for it less. I just think it's, it's I, I don't understand the, the NBA in their lottery. And I've said that for year after year after year. It just makes no sense to me. It really doesn't does not make sense to me. And 
but it is what it is. And right now there were 14 teams all cuddled up, all nervous as all hell that they called number one the Rockets the Magic and the Pistons all have a 14% chance at the number one pick and the Oklahoma City have a 12.5% chance at number one and when you go down to Sacramento they've got a 7.5% chance of picking first and you know their chances of getting into the top four are not bad at 31.9% right not bad. Then you have at the bottom of the list, the Cavaliers with only a 0.5% chance at number one and a 2.4% chance winding up at the top four. But the Kings' highest percentage is actually number eight. But, you know, who the hell knows, right? Who knows? What I can tell you is there will be teams that are happy as hell tonight. And there will be other teams that talk about how bad the system is and they got screwed. And that's the way it goes. And this will be no different this year. No different. So, again, if you want to talk, uh, hit your hand icon and uh, we will do it again. I'll be back on in a couple of hours uh, at five o'clock. Again, the NBA lottery officially starts at five, but they don't really get the ball rolling until about 5.15, all right? Because they get through all their nonsense. You got to introduce everybody. Uh, it's it's made for TV. You got to build everything up. You know, you know how it goes, all right? You know how it goes. So, you know, they won't, they won't start until about uh, 5.15, but I'll be on uh, at five. All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls right here on Listen Up. And why don't we start off this uh, Tuesday show with Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how are you? Um, well, not so great after reading the report by Sean Cunningham as, uh, I don't know if you heard the report, but uh, Angelina Ranadiva is going to be the uh, assistant general manager for the uh, Stockton Kings. I so, just uh, talked about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, my no bad. problem. <laughs> I just, I, no, uh, no, no problem. I just wanted to let you know I'd let off the uh, – uh, show today, but go ahead. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. The first three minutes of the show, I basically tuned in right when you started talking about the lottery. But um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know at what point like we're ever going to see like any sort of change. I mean, we thought maybe um, with the hiring of Mike Brown, because it did seem like it was Monty's decision and not Vivek's decision to go with Mark Jackson, that maybe we can lean towards somewhere. It's like, okay, maybe he could possibly let off just a little bit more. But um, after, you know, seeing this report right now, uh, I, I mean, it's just going to get worse. I mean, at, at what point it's like, where, when is it going to stop? It, it, you know, are the whole Rana Dive, is the whole Rana Dive clan going to just run the Kings? Like, like, you know, first off, we already know like what's going on with like Vivek, like and putting everything in there. But, you know, at that point, it's just going to be like, screw it. Why don't we just put, you know, our family members in uh, general management positions and basketball operations. Apparently, she's going to Chicago uh, to see the scouting combine. And uh, I don't know, like, what point? What point is it ever going to stop? If it ever it's does, it's not. It's, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. And you hit it right on the head. Yes, the, the entire organization is going to be run by Ron Adivas. That is correct. Uh, I believe that uh, his son. He has two sons. I believe his one son is going to be. Uh, and again, this is just 
what I think. Uh, I haven't been told this. I'm just, I believe his son will succeed him uh, as owner whenever he steps aside. And I believe that uh, you will see a huge presence uh, in the uh, Rana Dave family. Yes, I do believe that to answer your question. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say on that. It's like you, you know what you well, can't my, say anything. You you know you know what you don't have to say anything. You know how you know there are certain times when you don't have to say anything. This is one of those times. You know that's really where we're at. This is one of those times where you don't even have to say anything because everybody knows. And and there are a lot of people that won't speak up on this because whatever. But there are others that will speak up, like myself. And the word is embarrassing. There's no other word to say. This is embarrassing. And it just goes to show that Monty McNair is not running the franchise. Okay. Anyone that thinks that Monty McNair is in control of the Sacramento Kings is delusional. And it's only a matter of time. That's the reality that we're dealing with here. Let's just call it the way it is. Let's stop beating around the bush. Let's just come out and talk about what happened today it's embarrassing for the organization that's what it is well you know what sucks is like i i want to be a fan I, you know obviously i've invested over 20 years of my life you know invest in this team it, it's going to be kind of hard it's like okay well you know i can't just you know obviously you you're familiar with the attachment your sports teams and you can't i, I can't detach from it i don't know what to do i just know we're going to be screwed for the long run you know, if I were to ever have kids, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, I can't let them root for this team just to see the direction they're going to. You know, I have friends that are kids, or I'm sorry, I have friends that have kids and, uh, you know, they're kind of going with that same direction of, you know, I don't think I'm going to have my, you know, son or daughter be a Kings fan um, because of like things that are happening right here. It's just going to be, uh, you know, obviously one of those <laughs> unforeseeable things that's just going to, you already know what's going to happen. I just, I don't even know what to do, to be honest. I really don't. It's, you know. I understand. Doing, you know, I get you. Like, I, I get you loud and clear. I, I I completely understand where you're going. I, I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, I, I know. I understand. But, like, or I mean, I know you understand. But, you know, I'm just lost for words, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't know what else, what else to, you know, say with this. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, you, you get the point. Like, I, I'm just frustrated as all hell right now, just like everybody else. And. Year after year, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to lose lose interest in this team. I mean, I, I kind of hope I do. It's just I, the direction we're going. What the, you know, unless Adam Silver kind of maybe steps in, says something. I don't know. Like, I know he, he can't. Can. Yeah, I know he, he can't. Can, but like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're screwed. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know what else to say. But, you know, that's about it. So. You know, I, I, I'm Silver won't say anything because she's going to be politically correct and say, oh, it's great that there's a female that is now entering uh, one of our G League's front office. That's that's the society that we're living in today. And by the way, you know, if you want to talk about other people in Sacramento that are not afraid to speak up, Marcos Breton of the Sacramento Bee 45 minutes ago put this out on Twitter after Jason Anderson, the beat reporter for the Sacramento Bee, talked about Vivek Ranadive's daughter, okay, joining the G League Stockton Kings. Marcos tweeted this. This situation with the Sacramento Kings is only getting worse. All right? So that's your lead columnist at the Sacramento Bee on Twitter saying this situation with the Sacramento Kings is only getting worse. And if you read the replies, all right, let me read some of the comments. LMAO, it's getting worse for over a decade. LMAO. Here's another one. Unreal. He seriously needs to go. Worst owner in the NBA by far. Okay. Another one. Marcos, 
I'm sure that B and other local media have requested a one-on-one -on -one with Vivek. Is it safe to assume that he's refused to do any interviews lately? Peter puts out on Twitter, what? Does she even know anything? Here's another one. Put Vivek in concussion protocol. Clearly, he's not well. Here's another one. No question Vivek has an awful track record, but I don't recall this kind of outrage when Joe Lacob hired his kid. All right, here's another one. As a fan, I'm like an emoji, but as a dad, I would do the same thing with two laughing faces. Here's another one. If there was any question whether Monty has full control of the basketball operation, this shows absolutely not. And then here's another one. I never thought I would say this. Bring back the Maloofs. Here's another. Today is an April Fool's, right? Here's another. 100% dumbfounded by this. I think I'll stop right there. I will also say this. When Vivek Ranadive took control of the Sacramento Kings, he rode in on his white horse and was huge in his willingness to step in and be the managing general partner, right? I mean, let's, let's just call it the way it is. It, we'll never forget that. I mean, that was a big day for the Kings and that was a big moment and he will always be respected for that and commended for that, okay? But that was a long time ago and that honeymoon is way, way over. Now, I had a front office, ready for this? I had a front office person from the Golden State Warriors where he was a minority owner, okay? When I saw him, first Warriors game in Oakland, he came up to me and this is exactly what he said. Your new owner is going to make you miss the Maloofs real soon. That's from the front office of the Golden State Warriors telling me that to my face in Oakland. Can't make that up, can you? And that was that was right when he took over the team, correct? When, when the, uh, took over when the, the team officially. He took over the team officially. I believe it was in May when they approved uh, the deal. May 15th, I want to say. And then I saw the gentleman from the front office. I believe it was a preseason game, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I, I can't totally recollect that. But I believe I saw him at a preseason game with the Kings and the Warriors. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just want to make sure, like, when he said that, because it was like, you know, was it officially, like, kind of before he just took over the team and he kind of knew what was going on? No, 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 like, no, no, no. Vivek, no, no, no. Vivek was already in charge when he came up and okay. told me that. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, I, I guess, like, the only national media presence we have that has Sacramento connections is Sam Amick. And, I mean, that's the guy I kind of want just to honestly just keep wrecking this organization or, like, kind of just keep saying what's actually happened. I mean, he's, he's our biggest guy. Um, you know, that has well, here, here's the problem. Here, here's the problem in the woke world that we live in of the United States of America. Okay, Sam, if he's going to criticize Vivek having his daughter, then he's going to be attacked by women's groups who said, wait, you're being discriminatory against a, a woman working in a front office position. That's the society that we're living in today. Okay. I don't really care. I'm going to say what the hell I want, just like you are. And and listen, I have nothing against Angelie. I don't. I, I have no. I don't wish her any ill will. I don't wish her any harm. I don't wish Vivek any harm. I really don't. But at some point, these decisions that are being made uh, on behalf of the Sacramento Kings are, are just wrong for the franchise. There's just no other way to say it. And the problem with this move today is you see where what the direction is with Vivek. You see where he's going with this. OK, he's not having his daughter 
go work in Stockton as an assistant GM to be there for very long. You and I both know what this means, okay? I mean, it's anyone that is going to ignore that is delusional. Right, and I mean, that's why obviously me and others are so pissed because, you know, we know that this ain't getting, she's not going to be there in Stockton that long. She's going to work her way under the organization for the Sacramento Kings. And, you know, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, she might, she might so be pissed. the She might be the owner someday. You know, call it the way it is. If, well, she just somehow, if she somehow, with the, with the slim chance of leads us to 50 wins, I'll be happy. But you and I both know uh, li- highly likely that's not going to happen. But, you know, yeah. like, you I, I don't, I, you know, I don't care who the owner is. Just, you know, give us a good team. But, like, we all know, know. what's going to happen. I understand. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah you, you get it. But, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do for the future. I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Like, year after year, you know what's going to happen. And now it's like, you know, I don't, I don't care about free agency just because of the fact that like we're, we're you're, you're implementing your family. And, and the only knowledge she has is like, well, she played like a four on five cherry picking offense in her grade school basketball game. And you're bringing that. Well, she, over can't, to- she can't, she can't, she can't be uh, uh, less knowledgeable about basketball than her dad. That's the one thing I will flat out 100% tell you. Okay. She can't be less knowledgeable about the game than her dad. So she has that going for her. Wow, I guess there's a reason to be optimistic now. Well, <laughs> hey, you right, take well, care. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, my God. What a great way uh, to start off the show. Oh, man. I don't even know where to go after that. Good call. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff here on Listen Up. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Jeff, you with me? Hello, Jeff. Yeah, what's I'm up, here. Jeff? All right, go ahead. Can you say nepotism? <laughs> Ronnie, the Kings, nepotism. I mean, it's just crazy. I heard about it, and my wife and I ran some errands today. We ended up at Ross, and I was looking through the T-shirts and all that section and uh, the sportswear, and there sat some Kings, nice Kings uh, uh, sweat uh, shorts and a, a Fox jersey. and Oh, man, it was like 60% off. I was so disgusted, I didn't even look twice. I mean, 15 years ago, it would have been in the basket. I got you. I understand. You know, I I couldn't even bring myself to, I mean, I'm telling you, Grant, they were $12 for game, uh, like, uh, short, with the logo, NBA, NBA logos, everything. And I couldn't even bring myself to buy the gear. I I got you. I, I haven't felt that way. Oh, I, I couldn't, I, 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 I don't know. Anyways, I, I sent you something. Did you see the disgusting thing that happened in Carmichael yesterday with the umpire getting attacked? I, 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 yeah, I, I see these things. Uh, I saw it on Joe Davidson's, uh, uh, the Sacramento Beach Twitter page. Nothing surprises me anymore. We live in a really uh, messed up society. And, you know, I talked about this with uh, Mike Pereira. Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember the show. You know. And it's just, it's so sad. Uh, no wonder why people don't want to be umpires and why after becoming an umpire, they quit within a year or two. Why would any person in their right mind sign up for that type of abuse? I mean, it's just, that it's really a, it's a sad, sad uh, state of our uh, society where an umpire can get attacked like that. It really is. It's unbelievable. I- I guess a kid hit a home run. He they appealed at first base and he missed the base completely. 
and that set the parents off. Yes, ridiculous. Yep. So one one question for you. One last. I don't want to take up all your time. Okay, you're. I mean, today's the draft. You're building a team. Okay, here's a scenario for you. You got an open checkbook, and you're building a team. What trio of all star or stars in the NBA right now of players would you want to start your team or put together for your team right now? What what uh, what three players in the NBA would you start your team with? Uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, and Luka Doncic. Yeah, yeah. You what? You wouldn't do Jokic. What do you have the Joker in there, huh? Uh, well, you said I could only have three. All right. Well, I so know, I, took, I know, I, I know. I don't know where. I, 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 he would be fourth. Uh, but I picked Giannis, uh, and I just think he's uh, he's better than Jokic in my opinion. I mean, in terms of better, I think he's more. I don't know. I just think that would be the guy I would take. But if you told me, well, he's not available, you got to take Jokic, I'd pick him up at the airport. Don't get me wrong, but oh, you yeah. know, those are the three guys that I would take. I think, I think. Uh, Jokic, uh, he's a better passer. You know, that's because he's like Vladi. You know, I mean, those European players can pass. And I believe he's way better at the free throw line, even though Giannis has improved at the free throw line. But you uh, you said Doncic, and who else did you say? Jason Tatum. Okay, Tatum. So you go Tatum uh, over Butler, huh? I would, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, interesting. Uh, and, and, and then, of course, no Curry. Curry's too old. Well, yeah, yeah, because of his age. That's correct. You said right now, today. Right. Uh, I'm not taking a. I'm not taking a guy that's only got a few years left in his career. Right, right, right. All right, that's interesting, Grant. Thank you. All right. Hey, have a great afternoon. Thank you. I'll be back at five if you want to listen oh, at five I'll, o'clock. Sure. Yep. You know, and I'll, I'll be crying in my soup if we get like a shitty pick again, as usual. Yeah. But uh, I hear if you. We do, if we do get a great pick. Ronnie DeVay will screw it up just like he screwed the Luca pickup. Hey, you take care. Have a good one. See you. All right. If you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you uh, right on. All right. Let's move along here and get to Ryan on Listen App. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Napes. How you doing today? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to the lottery. Really cool. You're doing that 5 o'clock show. Yeah. Definitely yeah. will be uh, tuning in. Um, you know, give me a little rope here. Uh, you know, most of us, and I've maintained this for many years, we're lucky to still have this team in Sacramento. Okay. And you probably remember this, but the night, the opening night against the Denver Nuggets, when it was, you know, just like game seven of the Lakers King series in 2002, everybody was so happy to have this team here. And like you said, Vivek on his white horse rode in, saved the team along with a lot of other people that brought that together. But something that sticks with me is Sacramento, this is your team. And it's here to stay. This is the Rana Dive team. And I am frust I'm grateful for having the team. But I am incredibly frustrated because after 16 years of making the playoffs, granted, those aren't all of his 16 years, it's starting to get worse rather than better. You would think that there would be a time where it's like, okay, I need to relinquish some control, and that's not happening. It's ramping up. On top of that, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't his daughter a pop singer? 
at some yes, point. That's correct. And, and she performed it. Maybe it was that game against the Knights. Yes, I believe she did. And and so it's like you know we're going to support this team through the good and the bad. However, at, at some point, you know, what do you do? As a fan. Well, a lot of a lot of people are not supporting the team right now. So, you know, in the past, I would agree with your comment, Ryan, that fans are going to support this team through the good and the bad. Uh, unless I have a lot of people that are being dishonest with me, which I don't think is the case. The Kings have lost a lot of customers in the last two years. OK, they've lost a lot of fans and they've lost a lot of money from high profile. When I say high profile, high profile season ticket holders, meaning their proximity uh, to the court, premium ticket members, suite holders. Uh, I, 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 I've talked to many, many of whom I know, and many of whom have reached out to me that I don't know. And the people I do know, I know aren't lying because they, they, they're not King's uh, season ticket holders anymore. And there are many others whose contract expires uh, after next season because they had to sign a multi-year ticket contract. And they're done. They, they said this, they're, they're not they're not re-upping. They're done. So the Kings have lost uh, a good number of fans over the last two years. And anyone that tells you otherwise is not being honest. Well, I you know, they, they've lost people that are doing season tickets. I, I don't know that they've lost a ton of fans. That doesn't mean you're not watching the game. That being That's true. said. That That's being, true. But you yeah. don't make money from people watching the games. But Grant, um, you know, I, I was a business owner here in Sacramento and, um, you know, I'm trying to make the crossover to broadcasting. That being said, I was courted by the Kings while I was a business owner and they are trying to still lock you into. And I talked to previous season ticket owners that had premium seats and suites. They're trying to lock you into longer contracts right now at a more expensive price. Right, I, I which get, is hard to believe. Yeah, it, absolutely. I, I get inflation, but, um, you know, it, it's just the product. It, it, I, when you were hosting your show on 1140, I said, look, if we're losing, we're losing. But as long as we're seeing effort, that's what Sacramento is about. We, it, the fans want to see effort and hustle. We can deal with losing to a degree. But when we see bad decision making, that's a completely different story. Um, so, hey, I'm going to transition real quick to the Boston and Heat series. How do you yeah. see that playing out? Um, you know, game one for Boston against Milwaukee. Obviously, Milwaukee was trying to keep them out of the paint. They were taking bad threes. They shot more threes than they at a clip of two or three than uh, two pointers. How do you see the Heat playing them with that suffocating defense? Yeah, I think Boston's going to wear down Miami in this series. I think they're going to wear down Jimmy Butler. I think Boston's going to win this series. I'm a little concerned about the midfoot sprain on Marcus Smart and you know, waiting to see whether he plays tonight uh, and how that would uh, impact. But I think the way Boston plays, their physicality, not that Miami's not physical, but their bodies are not going to be able to, in my opinion, hold up uh, if this series goes six or seven games. I think Boston's going to win this series. I think that they're just a little bit better. Not much, but they're a little bit better. I love the way they played towards the end of the year. Uh, they obviously are feeling very good about their victory over Milwaukee. Uh, I think they're going to win this series. What do you think? 
my opinion is as long as they don't fall in love with the three ball, they've they've got to get in the paint a little bit more. I, I, I get the three is the big thing in the NBA these days. But, right. you know, they, they were taking the first open three instead of the best three. And you saw that as the series moved along with Milwaukee, where the ball, ball movement improved. So I, I think that will be a key to the series. I maintained all along that Boston will likely come out of the East because they hit their stride, like you said, late in the season. And um, I, I do agree with you, but I think it's going to make for an interesting series, at least six, probably a seventh game. Um, speaking of Marcus Smart, have you seen a tougher player in the league than this guy? Some of the falls that he took in that series were just yeah. incredible. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's pretty tough too, but yeah, you're right about Smart. He is, he is, uh, uh, and that's why it's gonna. I'm very curious to see what effect a mid foot sprain. Now the MRI came out clean, which is very positive. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see because that you know it's not only a matter of you know one game. It's about okay, does it get worse as the series goes on? And that's something we don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But what about the other uh, series? Who do you like in Golden State and Dallas? Uh, I think, well, that's a that's a difficult one. You know, if you ask me just straight up, I would say Golden State. But I think it's kind of the same thing. Boston's hit their stride, right? And uh, a lot of people here in Sacramento don't like talking about Dallas because of Luka. And I, I think that ship has sailed. We need to just write that off and quit talking about it. But um, I, I think that Golden State ultimately comes out of this. Um, I, I, I just don't see them being able to match up as well with Golden State. And I think that, you know, they're, they're going to take it. And it's going to be Golden State and Boston. I agree with you. I just think that the experience of the Warriors is going to be a big factor in this series. And the one thing about the Warriors, I did not like the way they played in game four at home uh, in an ugly low scoring game, which they won. They got blown out and embarrassed in game five. And even in game six, they really didn't play that well. If they play like they did in games three, four and five in this or excuse me, in games four, five and six, if they play that way in this series, they'll lose. They're going to have to play better than that. Definitely. But how do you think they're going to guard Luka? I mean, that that's the big thing. Obviously, a variety of ways. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of different ways. They're going to come at him with a lot of different looks. They're going to come at him with uh, – you, you, you're going to have to change it up all the time. I, they're not going to just guard him one way. They're going to have to change it up quite a bit, and they will. Very good. All right. Well, I'll see you at 5. Leave some time for uh, everybody yeah. else. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. All right, Ryan, good stuff. Really appreciate the phone call. Take care. Thanks, good Grant. call. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief 
questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Grant. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep. Thank you. All right. If you want to come on the program, all you need to do is uh, hit your hand icon and uh, we will do it. You know, I, I get the frustration of the uh, Kings fans, the direction of the team, and I just... I guess the worst part about everything that's going on is there are a lot of fans that don't think that things are going in the right direction, that they're getting better, that things are getting going backwards instead of forwards. And so that is a real big concern, right? It's a big concern. I mean, it's not like you're close, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I don't see how anyone objectively can say, oh, the Kings are really close to being one of those teams in the West. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not close. And we have to understand that. Okay? And I don't know if... Maybe we'll have a little bit more optimism at 5.30 tonight when the lottery is over. Maybe that gives the Kings a real good option of acquiring another good player, not via the draft. I think their best move would be to make a trade because the last thing the Kings need is another kid in here. And, you know, I'm using that as a figure of speech, but you know what I'm saying? A one and done who's going to take a couple of years to develop while Fox is where he's at and Sabonis has got two years left on his deal. And I don't think this franchise can afford to do that. They, 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 they just don't. And as I said, they are losing customers. I, I, again, unless, unless I've got a lot of people being dishonest with me, they're losing customers. And trust me, the, the, the Kings are very well aware of their bottom line and what they need to do soon in able to get some of those customers back. All right? It needs to happen. And so if you think that the Kings are going to get one of the top three or four picks and that player is going to come in and change a lot of things, no, not 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 for a while. Ryan or Brian, you're next. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hey, good, Grant. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't driving when I heard that news. I may have uh, just side the road and crashed. <laughs> I, just when you can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just when you've heard it all, you know, and that bomb comes today on the, everything. But as you know, I haven't been, I've been disenchanted and not supporting the, the, the Kings, you know, since what happened to you. And on top of that, even with curiosity coming back to the Kings, the more the real Vivek is coming out and how he meddles, 
has just continued to keep me on the sideline. And, and, and of course, a story like this is just like, of course, you know, why, why would, why wouldn't I expect this? And, you know, the only game I went to this year was the Kings Warriors. And that was mainly because tickets were a lot cheaper in Sacramento for, to watch the Warriors and my son's a big Warriors fan. But, but other than that, that, that was the only reason. And, you know, it's, I feel so bad for the Kings fans that are loyal and, and, and I guess ignore this or don't know this or whatever, but someone like myself, I just can't support all for all the above. And it's just, put into words like where is this franchise going like is it really gonna just are we gonna be in this 20 to 30 win you know range for the next 10 years again you know what i mean and yeah and it's hard not to think they won't you know what i mean and 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 i just feel so bad for all of us who've been you know through all this as kings fans you know we all deserve better i mean we're loyal fans i mean up until I turned the cheek, you know, they were my number one team as a fan over the Niners, the San Francisco Giants, you know, partly it's because it was been so long since we've been good, you know, and you just kind of as a fan want that and it just gets exponentially worse. And my question, I, you know, you may not have an answer is I got to imagine a lot of the minority owners in, in part of the Kings are frustrated or, or, or maybe not. Is you know? Do you do you have any thoughts? Oh no! Oh no! 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 Frustrated is uh, an understatement. Okay. <laughs> frustrated is not a actual uh, yeah. depiction. and not, we'll keep, not the right we'll adjective. Keep. They're they're beyond frustrated. Well, and and their hands are tied, right? Do they can they sell some of their position no. or? Oh yeah, yeah. You can sell your shares anytime you want if you're a minority owner, and many have. Uh, you know, last year, there were several minority owners that wanted out, uh, both local. Uh, well, when I mean local, both Sacramento uh, and from the Bay Area. And I can flat out tell you, uh, one of the biggest reasons uh, was the frustration with Vivek, because I've talked to him. I mean, I listen, I, I'm not like coming on and, and I, I know all the minority owners. OK, I can pick up the phone and call them anytime. I still have minority owners that I'm in contact with that call me and we talk. And so, yes, there is a lot of frustration. Okay, but anyone that tells you, he... no, and they know that they signed a contract, and in their contract it states that that you know Vivek Ranadive is the managing general partner, and basically, you know, for lack of a better term, he's the boss. And if you don't like it, get out. And so, you know what? Some of them have said, okay, we're getting out, and they sold their shares, and that's just the way it is. That's big time business. Hey, they made a lot of money. You know, those those they're businessmen and businesswomen, and they made a lot of money. But they're like, we're done. We 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 don't want to be involved anymore. And they left. They're out. Yeah. Well, I imagine too, as a minor, you you know, you're in it for the money. But obviously, you want your organization to kind of reflect, you know, what you want in a business, you know, sports ownership team. And this clearly has gone the other direction. And and I I would be doing the same. Obviously, obviously they can afford to and take the profit and get out. Uh, yeah. As obviously things are not going to change. I don't see it changing anytime soon. Hey, it's always good hearing from you, Brian. Thank yep. you. See ya. All right. I'm glad you didn't crash your car either. That would not have been good. All right. Let's get to uh, some other phone calls. And don't forget, I'll be coming on at 5 o'clock as well with an NBA Draft Lottery show. Jerry, how are you today? I'm fine, Grant. How are you, sir? Hey, buddy. Hey, Grant. Uh, uh, the previous caller, uh, you know, saying 25 to 30 games every year. Uh, I remember, Grant, you always saying that uh, uh, that when the Kings would – uh, play really poorly. You were not uh, afraid to criticize this franchise 
even when you're still working for them. Uh, people say that, you know, you say these things now because you don't work for them now. You know what? I, I don't agree with that. You were, you, were always, you were always critical of them. I was fair is what I always thought I was. I always tried to be fair. Uh, I always tried to be objective whenever I, uh, you know, I thought I was. I mean, listen, I, everyone knew I wanted the Kings to win. Everyone knew my love for the Kings. Uh, but I wasn't afraid to criticize. And I mean, I was the announcer for 32 years and I was on the radio for 26 years. So obviously I was not upsetting people that I worked for or I wouldn't have been on the air since the 80s doing what I was doing. Grant, uh, would you say that sometimes, well, yeah, um, you know what? No, I guess you just said it, that sometimes you would have to bite your tongue uh, just to yes. avoid enemies. Okay, all right. Let's say, uh, listen, uh, but, but, but I would also say people in, in most businesses that have to bite their tongue sometimes. And right. there, there, are, there are times when I would have to bite my tongue, yes, but I don't think that me saying that is really different than in a lot of other walks of life and what people do. There are times when, yes, I had to uh, bite my tongue. Here's the point that I've always tried to make. And, I, and, and again, I'm not trying to be egotistical or anything other than the, right. what, what's, what's reality. There's probably one person or maybe one or at the most two people that knew more about what was going on with the Kings than I did. I knew everything all the time. Knew when a coach was going to get fired before they got fired. I knew who was going to get hired. I knew what trades were going to happen. I knew the conflict behind the scenes. I knew the power struggles. I knew the embarrassing things that went on that were never reported that I was witness to. I knew everything about the franchise. And I mean absolutely everything. I, and I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you the truth. So you know, when I went on the air, and I'm not talking about TV, I'm talking about my radio show. Right. I already knew what was going to happen or what was being talked about or, you know, I already I, I, I always knew. I mean, there, were, there was never any mystery. Uh, the only mystery, to be honest with you, is when the Maloofs decided to sell the team to Seattle. And I got a call and I'll never forget this. I, I was standing in the lobby of the Western Hotel in New Orleans and right. my phone rang and I looked down and it's George Maloof's name. And it was a, it was a Martin Luther King day and George Maloof called me and I was dressed. I was in my suit. I'm getting ready to board the team bus for a matinee game against New Orleans. And he said to me, Grant, I, I want you to hear this from me. Uh, we're, we have sold the team to a group in Seattle and I didn't even really talk. I listened and he talked honestly, for five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, uh, and said to me, uh, uh, thank you very much for everything you've done. Uh, we love you as a family. You will always, you know, uh, but we did this for this reason. Um, we tried to make it work in Sacramento. It would not work. I mean, he told me everything. And it was, you know, again, I wasn't talking, so it was just him. And I remember walking onto the bus, and there were only a couple people on the bus at that time. And the word had just gotten out and you could hear a pin drop on that bus on the way to the game. And after the game, I'll never forget this. 
after the game, I remember taking off and we were going back to Sacramento and I was sitting on the left side of the, the plane and we were taking off and the city was to my left. The, the Gulf was way off to the left. The uh, Mississippi River, you could see, and the sun was shining off it. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, this might be the last time I'm ever in New Orleans announcing a basketball game. And then I thought about the flight home, what I was going to talk about on the radio the next day and the following day. And that was from that point forward, I didn't know what the Maloofs were doing when the effort to save the Kings was going on, playing the win, uh, everything else. I did not have nearly as much interaction with the Maloofs from that day forward as I had previously. But other than that, I knew everything that was going on with the Kings all the time. Well, Grant, let me ask you something. Um, have you thought about that book? I have thought about the book. Uh, matter of fact, it's funny you say that. I just <laughs> before I got uh, before I did the show today, I just got off the phone with the gentleman that wants to help me write the book, and uh, I'm still torn. So I'm not making any decision uh, at least for a little while. I think um, I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait until uh, my lawsuit is over uh, against Bonneville uh, before I take on this. Uh, project because I just am going to have too much going on in my life. And I want to make sure that if I do this book, I'm 100% in, not 80%, not 85, not 90. So um, I, I believe I've made that decision. I think I'm going to wait until the conclusion of the lawsuit and then move forward. So I think that would be the best way for me to go about this. Sounds great, Grant. Good show. Keep it up. Thank you. Appreciate it. Be well. That has been a good show that I've gotten some really, really good calls. And I'm not, you know, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm just, I'm just being truthful with you. I knew everything that was going on with the team all the time. All the time. All right, let's move on and we will uh, get to Blair. Blair, you're with Grant Napier on Listen App. How's it going, Grant? Good. What's happening with you? Oh, uh, not much, man. Uh, going off of uh, what you just talked about, I mean, have you've been around the NBA a long time? Um, have you ever seen a level of dysfunction like you have been witness to? In because I, I, I'm thinking the only other things I can think of, and maybe Donald Sterling and uh, you know the the, the Knicks owner, I, I I just don't get how. I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day. You know, I, I just right. don't understand the level of dysfunction um, that 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 we've had to, you know, bear witness to. Uh, the answer to your question is no. I have not witnessed that in uh, my 32 years. I, I thought the Clippers were uh, a horrible run franchise for many, many, many years, particularly when they were at the sports arena and when they first moved into the Staples Center. I thought they were in that category. And then the Knicks with James Dolan, I've always felt we're in that category. Uh, but the Kings clearly are in that category, in my opinion. Yeah. And, 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 I just... and, and you know, you know what the hard thing is? Everyone knows it. It's not like the people around the league don't know it. It's not like the, the coach for the Orlando magic doesn't know it. It's not like the coach from everyone knows it. Okay. It's like, that's the problem. It, it, everyone knows it and it just makes it that much worse. Yeah, that's that's what's surprising to me is that someone as well respected as Mike Brown. I mean, I what 
I mean, is he really hurting for work that bad? I mean, who in their right mind would want to sign up for this? It's very simple. He's got a four-year guaranteed deal that's probably paying him, and I'm guessing, in the neighborhood of $16 million. And he's like, well, you know, if I get fired in two years, no big deal. I've got $16 million and uh, it's my swan song. And see you later. I'm off to the races to retire and enjoy my life. So it makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, and I just saw this uh, rolling across the my my news feed. Uh, I don't maybe I joined the program late, so I don't know, maybe you guys someone already spoke about it. Someone mentioned uh, Vivek's daughter, and I just saw yep. that she was named assistant GM of our G League team. Yep, we talked about that a lot, and uh, no problem that you tuned in a little late. But I've had several calls on that of disgust, bewilderment, and just uh, a lot of fans are not happy to say the least. Yeah, I don't, you know, uh, hey, you know, if you're the owner of a team, I guess you can do what you want. Um, But, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I mean, this is exactly what you just said. Everybody knows it. Um, uh, Pivoting gears, have you ever seen a a team like the Dallas Mavericks do so much with, I mean, with, with so little? I mean, you go up and down that roster, I mean... Yeah, you know, yeah, you got your your superstar, but I mean, you you'd be hard pressed to have an NBA fan be able to name three guys on that roster. That's a great point. That's a very good question. Uh, so you asked me, have I ever seen like that? I mean, there have been players that now you got to remember. In all fairness, this is the first year Lucas won a playoff series. Now he's won two. Uh, but you make a great point. Uh, you know, I thought they got a big break with the Jazz that the Mavs were able to win game two at home and not have to go to Salt Lake down to love without Luca. So I thought or I thought that was huge. The Jazz were a mess, but there was no mess with Phoenix. I mean, they were the real deal. They had won 64 games in the regular season. They were the number one seed. And for Dallas to go in and do what they did to game seven is unbelievably impressive. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe the role players are a little bit better than you and I are giving them credit for, but I, your point is well taken. It's a very, very interesting question to look back over the last couple of decades of NBA basketball and try to find a team that had just that one guy and a couple of surrounding players that took them to a conference final. Very fair, very fair point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, the, the only team I can really think of is the, the one that Mike Brown led. You know, you had LeBron and then not yep. much else, not much else. Oh, so, I mean, it just goes to thing. show, yep. yeah. it, it just goes to show you, you know, we, I mean, Dallas, I mean, they're middle of the pack offensively, but they're winning because they got guys that can play defense yep. and you know, Hey, Luca's Luca's not a, 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 I mean, he's, he's, I'd say a below average defender, but that just goes to show you, I mean, we, we, we got to focus on, on that because we've, we've tried the uh, outscoring them uh, strategy the last uh, God, I don't know how many years and it, it ain't working. Nope, it is not working. Very well said. Blair, great call. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. All right, have a good one. Really good call. Hey, you too. Uh, For those that are joining a little late, I'm going to be back on uh, in an hour and 12 minutes. I'll do another show for the NBA Draft Lottery. That's coming your way uh, at 5 o'clock Pacific. Really good show today. Excellent, excellent calls today. All right, uh, that puts the pressure on Al because every call I've had today has been great. So, Al, you got to continue with great calls. How are you, buddy? Good, Dave. How are you doing, man? I, I my, my calls are just I don't know I, I hope I get a great call but 
you know, you just said something that I think that just speaks to what's going on with the organization for the Kings. Uh, it's like it's now almost a national uh, joke. The team's become – I mean, when you spoke to Stephen A. Smith the other day when Mike Brown was interim coach and making the comment, he's the luckiest man on the face of the earth, or I'm paraphrasing, and that just speaks to me that the Kings are not just locally a mess. They're just a, almost a, a national uh, – joke which makes it even more harder you know what i mean they are um that that's part of being a bad franchise is you know everyone that's why the knicks can't get any good players to go there as free agents it's the same thing i mean even though that's the number one market in the country it's madison square garden you know yeah. it's the bright lights of broadway it's the same thing when you're a joke you're a joke and everyone knows it yeah. and it makes it yeah. really really hard to have any sustainability yeah, that that because when Stephen A. Smith, because you were you couldn't help but be laughing when he made that comment, because you everybody in Sacramento knows exactly where he was going with that. So you right. you were almost you were chuckling with that because you just had you got a, a good laugh, almost a sad but laugh out of it. But um, you know when the Moose said when the Moose owned a team, they they had some financial difficulties with some of their other businesses. I believe was that. Kind of a, yeah, they kind were of great owners. Or... They were great owners until the economy crashed in 2007, and they had just uh, started building their yeah. third tower. And they had, the, yeah. I think, they had 90 percent of the tower uh, sold, and the, mm. uh, the 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 economy tanking uh, basically tanked them. Now George Maloof is adamant that that's not true, but I'm I'm telling you, it is true. And that was the beginning of the end for the Maloofs in Sacramento. Before that, they were great owners. Uh, yeah. everyone loved working for them. And I really mean that they were really good owners to work for. Yeah. They, they, the players loved playing for the Maloofs, uh, free agents wanted to come and play for mm -hmm. the Maloofs. And, you know, their Vegas ties had something to do with that, but they treated everyone well. They treated their employees. Yeah. Well, they bought nice Christmas gifts for their employees. They had nice Christmas parties. They did things first class. All right. But then when things hit the, the skids in 2006, mm -hmm. 2007, when the economy crashed, that was it. They, they, they then uh, had to change course, and it ended up, uh, you know, with them selling the team. You know, that's – and I remember those those Kings teams. Those were some fun years for me, and I'm not – you know, I'm not a diehard, but those were some fun years. And, you know, even the billboard. Remember they put the billboard up? Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, yep. it, don't – if you if you stay at Gavin will mow your lawn or something. <laughs> yeah. No, they were. Absolutely. They were. They were great. I just want to end my comments by I loved your podcast with the Kings Lottery History. Well, I I loved it. Boy, you brought up some intense, serious memories, and I remember these as a as a it's just a, a fan in moving here. You know the Bobby Hurley accident. Uh, yeah, and somebody. Oh, and really, let me let me interrupt you for a minute. Somebody called me and said I made a mistake on that. It was Mike Poplowski that was following uh on the road and saw the uh aftermath of the accident and it was mike poplowski who uh aided bobby hurley and did not move him so i was wrong with i had the wrong i think i had the wrong name of it, but i i wanted to put that out there thanks for bringing that up but i'll never forget that night that was unbelievable but go ahead al i'm sorry no no not a, no don't ever applaud it no that's that's your your you're ticking off the players and I'm just like wincing at every, every memory. Yep. Let me ask you though, if you could expand a little bit, 
Bert and your brother and your yep. dad went to yep. the because in your and how did did you kind of tell it go to the team and say hey my dad he's a huge sports fan he'd be happy to go represent um, was that you? I think you know back then it was we knew everyone I think with my dad being out in Sacramento to visit and stuff I think he had met uh and knew Jerry Reynolds and uh, okay you know I mean I I think it was I, I can't recollect but basically yes and because my dad and my brother you know right there on long island you right. know, boom take the train in but yeah they manned the phones at the nba draft when the kings made their pick i think they did that for two years uh in a row at the draft did he enjoy doing that that must have been kind of oh, cool. they loved it oh are you kidding me of course they loved it are you they're in there at the nba draft and they're on tv yeah. and yeah of course they loved it absolutely it was a big uh it was a thrill for them absolutely oh, i was laughing you say hey dad Hey, Dad, slip this name, scratch that name out, put this name right. on, on the envelope. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I gotta, I'll leave you real quick. You know, the Kings fans are some of the smartest fans and most passionate I've seen. And I got to tell yep. you, when they drafted Nick Stauskas, oh, there is on the cover of the Sacramento B, either the front page or the sports page, there's a picture of a group of Kings fans and their reaction to Nick Stauskas, and every single one of them's got this stunned, shocked yep. <laughs> look on their face. So that's coming yep. from a a fan base that you know, you've been there, you've lived it. So you know, I hope it goes good tonight. But you know, that just shows you how much even the Kings fans are all into yep. some of the picks you're well, talking they, about. They, they, oh. The Kings boo Jeff Petrie off the stage when he announced that they were drafting Pacer Stojakovic. He got because everybody wanted John Wallace out of Syracuse, who had just been a stud in the NCAA tournament. I think that was the name. And instead, they drafted Pacer Stojakovic, and Jeff Petrie got booed. Jeff Petrie got booed when he announced to the crowd, because there was a, a watch party at the arena at Arco. And, you know, Jeff, before the announcement was made, said, uh, just letting you know, with the pick, we're drafting uh, Pacer Stojakovic. And he got booed. Jeff Petrie got booed. So, you know what? You never know. You have to wait until it plays out. Hey, Al, listen. I'm going to be back in an hour. You have a good rest of the day. And if uh, you can tune in at five, great. And if not, I'll, uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you later in the week. All right, my friend. I'll, I'll be tuning in. You betcha. I'm your biggest right, fan, buddy. man. Thank you, Al. I appreciate your support. You'll be good. See you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's a true story. I mean, it got booed off the stage. What was that, 1996? Got booed off the stage. Jeff Petrie got booed by the fans. <laughs> so, yeah, you just have to wait and see 
how it all plays out. You just do. I mean, there's no other way, uh, you know, unless you're getting Tim Duncan or LeBron James, you don't know how the draft's going to turn out. I mean, look at the Jason Tatum draft, right? Think about that draft. They made a deal, and they ended up getting an extra first-round pick. Fultz gets, what, number one? I mean, look at the players in that draft. Seriously. Look at the players in that draft. And look at all the mistakes that were made. None bigger than Philadelphia, by the way. None bigger than Philadelphia. So it's not a sure thing. All right, what is a sure thing is I'm going to be back in about an hour. All right, so uh, for those of you that are listening right now, if you can join me at 5 o'clock, we'll have a fun NBA draft lottery show. Do you know that this is the 27th time that the Kings are going to be in the lottery? You know how many lotteries the NBA's had? This will be 38. Think about that for a minute. Huh? Think about that. Yeah. I thought so. All right. I'll be back in about an hour. Get a quick bite to eat. You can join me. Good show today. Really love the calls today. Excellent job. Excellent job. Excellent. Really appreciate it. I'll uh, be back in an hour right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.